Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from John chapter 2, verses 1 to 2. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. Does the Son of God attend weddings? He does. Of course, this shouldn't surprise us. He is the one who created marriage, and it's no accident that Jesus' first miracle takes place at a wedding. Like many today, the Pharisees had a broken understanding of what marriage was all about. So, in Matthew, he reminded them by asking, Haven't you read that at the beginning the Creator made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh? So they are no longer two, but one. Jesus reminded them also that it's actually God who makes a marriage. It's an incredible divinely made institution which illustrates the eternal love that God has for you and me. It's a wonderful reminder of what Jesus says that God is joined together. And it's even more than just the bride and groom who are holding hands and standing together that day. The union between the man and the woman is a living illustration of the communion between Christ and his bride, the church. It's almost like watching our children acting out the parts in the nativity in the Christmas service a few weeks ago. Marriage is patterned after the original, and this includes all of us as God's children right now. Whether married, singled, widowed, or divorced, or even a tiny child, you and I, through faith, are all a part of Christ's bride, the church. Sadly, sin has blurred this wonderful picture. Far from being some archaic remnant of the past, God's gift of marriage surpasses anything which the world mistakenly considers to be more modern, enlightened, or liberating. Actually, what the world has offered up in its place is far more denigrating and demeaning than it realizes. When God created man, he wanted him to realize that the woman was more than just a partner. That would make marriage little more than a business arrangement. Instead, he wanted him to realize that she is an integral part of him. When God announced that he would make a helper for Adam, it had nothing of the belittling connotation with which it is understood today. Far from it. In the Psalms, for example, David sang, Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is the upholder of my life. Adam was to cherish her, and she him. As sin shattered that model, even the best of marriages today barely reflect this perfect love. All have fallen short of its design. It started when the man and the woman decided to put themselves first and no longer serve God or one another in love. But this doesn't diminish God's gift of marriage any more than having a bad father takes away from the fact that you and I have a perfect and loving Heavenly Father. And sadly, earthly marriages may crumble, but God will never forsake you. Our Heavenly Father, in perfect love, sent His Son to be the perfect bridegroom. He put His bride, the church, first and gave His life for her. That's you and me. So, pointing to our baptism in Ephesians, Paul notes, Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church, without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. When I asked earlier, does the Son of God attend weddings? I should have said, yes, when he's invited. John tells us Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. The best wedding is where both bride and groom recognize the ceremony itself is first and foremost a worship service to God, and one in which they are blessed to exchange their vows before him. On this day in Cana, a young couple came to be united in love with their whole life stretched out before them. And on this day, in their midst there in Cana, was the one who had come to restore our broken relationship with him and reunite us to God, so that through faith, our eternal life now stretches out before us. 
Let us pray. Loving Savior, thank you that your first miracle took place at a wedding, as we are reminded through faith of our broken relationship with you that you have come and restored. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.